The book of Revelation, chapter 7, from verse 13, the Bible says, Then one of the elders spoke up and said to me, Who are these wearing white robes, and where did they come from? I said to him, My Lord, you are the one who knows, he said to me. These are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And we are going to read again Revelation chapter 12 from verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now have salvation and power come and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed. For the accuser of our brothers is cast out, who accuses them before our God day and night. They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Love for life did not deter them from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great fury, for he knows he has but a short time. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, we enthrone you, we glorify your holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for shedding your precious blood so that we may live a victorious life. Help us as we do our meditation at this moment, this day, this morning. Help us, Lord, as we seek to learn from your word, as we seek you, as we seek to understand, as we seek to grasp what you want to teach us today in your word. The Lord, you have given us victory by the power of your precious blood. Teach us something new, transform our hearts, revive us, Lord, renew us, and change our lives. Draw us closer to you, Lord, as you reveal yourself to us in Jesus' mighty name. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So, as a topic for our meditation is victory by the blood of Jesus. So, that means by the blood of Jesus, we have victory in every aspect of our life. And no matter what comes our way, no matter what great distress, like what we just read from the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 7 from verse 13, that no matter what distress comes, that we have to know, that Jesus shed his blood on the cross of Calvary for a reason. And this blood is available for us. This blood is the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. And it is much more than we can ever imagine that the Lord has given to us as a gift. And we read again the book of Revelation chapter 12, and we just read, uh, I'll pick on one verse that they conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. So that means each day that we are living, we have to look forward to this victory that we shall conquer by the blood of Jesus is the blood of the covenant. And the word of our testimony is our witnessing to Jesus, our witnessing to Jesus, to the works of God in our lives. By those two things, we shall conquer. And the last part that we just read, that is that the devil knows that he has but a short time. So the challenges that we experience, we might see them in the physical, but there is a spiritual side on everything that happens on this earth. And despite that, we might not be able to grasp everything. We just need to know that the blood of Jesus has already been shed. It is fresh. It is real. It is 
um, there for us. So we are going to read more scriptures as we seek uh, to understand how we get victory by the blood of Jesus. Then we are going to read Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. The Bible says, Then the dragon became angry with the woman, went off to wage war against the rest of the offspring, those who keep God's commandments and bear witness to Jesus. So do we wonder why we have war around us, why we, ha- we are in constant battles? It is because it is a spiritual battle, even if it is manifested in the physical. It is a spiritual battle, and this is the secret and the truth of the word of God that the Lord wants to speak to us today. So it is a constant battle going on. And those who witness to Jesus definitely have to go through this struggle. But remember, we have victory by the blood of Jesus. The book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Because when we love one another, then we are protected from sin. And the blood of Jesus speaks a better word for us than the blood of Abel. So when we walk, we choose to walk in the light of Christ. Jesus is the light. He is the light of the world. Then the blood of Jesus becomes effective in our lives. And the fellowship, the love that we share with one another, we are bound by the blood of Jesus that was shed for every race, every creed, every one of us without any exception. And then we are protected from sinning or falling into temptation or sin by the blood of Jesus. John 1.29 The next day he saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We know who that is. That is Jesus. He is the one who took the sin of the world. Sin of the world. You know, accounting like Jesus carries the cross to Calvary and he died for every sin in the world so we can trust him we can look to him he is the lamb that was slain for us hebrews 9:22 indeed under the law almost everything is purified with blood without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness of sins can you imagine how ridiculous it would be if jesus did not shed his precious blood for us you know, because that would mean that there would still no, no be purification. Otherwise, we would still be doing like what they used to do in the Old Testament to share the blood of goats and lambs. But now we have one sacrifice that everything is purified with blood. Everything means nothing is out of this question. So everything is purified with blood. We are purified with blood. Our thoughts are purified by the blood. Our lives are purified with blood. And... Jesus shed his blood so that we may have forgiveness of sin, of every sin, the the original sin and our day-to-day sins. So we can have confidence in him that when we pray that by the power of his precious blood, then we are cleansed. Then Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14, how much more will the blood of Christ who, though who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Now, this is very interesting because that means we cannot 
be able to serve the living God without the shedding of the blood of Jesus. It is only the blood of Jesus that can purify our conscience because every sin that we do definitely uh, affects our conscience. But the blood of Jesus purifies not just that sin, not just our maybe emotions or anything, but the conscience from dead works, from living in the life of sin so that we can serve the living God. Remember, God is holy, so we cannot be holy if Jesus did not die. If we do not wash ourselves with the blood of Jesus, then how can holiness be part of us? If we don't receive this gift of the blood of Jesus to purify, to cleanse us, then that means we are not able to serve the living God. And then we read the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 28. For this is my blood of the covenant, Jesus said, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. You see, forgiveness, forgiveness of sins, forgiveness is a major, major thing. That Jesus did not just shed his blood to forgive our sin, but it is a new covenant relationship. So that means to be, to dwell, to live in this new covenant relationship, constantly we need to purify ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We need to surrender ourselves to Jesus, to offer our hearts to Jesus, openly to offer and submit to Jesus so that we can be purified by his precious blood, cleansed of all our sins and all that comes with the sin which is one guilt condemnation so we have to submit to him so that he can cleanse and purify us by this blood so that we can be able to live in this new covenant relationship that jesus came to establish for us so it is for us to be um to benefit us and then ephesians chapter 2 and we are going to read from verse 12 the Bible says, were at that time without Christ, alienated from the community of Israel and strangers to the covenant of promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have become near by the blood of Christ. So that means, uh, as the Bible has recorded here, is that, when we are alienated from the community of Israel, from being in this covenant relationship, that there is the forgiveness of sins, the purification and the cleansing of our conscience by the blood of Jesus, then that means we are not going to receive this promise. We won't have hope and we won't have Jesus reigning in us. But the Lord is welcoming us. He says, for those who are once far off have become near by the blood of Jesus. Jesus died for all. But even if Jesus died for all, we also have to take that step of faith and to receive this redeeming sacrifice that he did on Calvary. To surrender our sins so that we may be purified. To give him our sins and receive the cleansing of his precious blood. So that draws us near to him. The blood of Jesus draws us near to him. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Keep watch over yourselves and over the whole flock of which 
the Holy Spirit has appointed you overseers in which you tend the church of God that he acquired with his own blood. You see, Jesus, by Jesus dying on the cross, he acquired the body of Christ, his church, by the power of his precious blood. And remember, we are the body of Christ. You and I are the body of Christ. So we make the church of God. And Jesus has acquired his body, the church, by his precious blood. So as much as this is for the shepherds to keep watch over themselves and those that have been entrusted to them, I believe each one of us have someone that God has entrusted us to. Because nobody lives for themselves. Nobody is meant to live for themselves. Even Jesus did not live for himself. And we are all called to, as we are called to be believers of Christ, to be um, followers of Christ, then we have to be transformed to be like Jesus, to also live our lives not just for ourselves, for God, and that if for God, then it's for others. So we become an answer to someone's problem. We become a, a, an encouragement to that other person. We become a helper to that other person. This is how God works. Is the unity of the body of Christ, the unity of the church of Jesus Christ. So we are called to be one in Christ as the church of Jesus Christ, which he already acquired with his own blood to keep watch over ourselves and over each other. Hebrews 10 from verse 4. It is impossible that the blood of bulls and goats take away sins. Verse 5. For this reason, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. Verse 14. For by one offering he has made perfect forever those who are being consecrated. Verse 17. He also says their sins and their evil doing, I will remember no more. Verse 18. Where there is forgiveness of this, there is no longer offering for sin. Praise God. So Jesus offered one sacrifice once and for all because that is enough. And then he says that their sins and their evil doing he will remember no more and i remember just isaiah 43:18 that the bible reminds us remember not the events of the past things of long ago consider not see i'm doing something new do you not perceive it many times when we remember the events of the past then that is how we get out of the presence of God because it will be negative things and they are going to influence and affect us in a negative way. But the Lord wants us to open our eyes and to see the new thing that is doing every day because whatever is in the past is already gone. So if the Lord does not remember any sin in the past or any of our wrongdoing in the past, who does and why do we want to remember it anyway? We can reject those thoughts, we can reject the words, we can reject those accusations. We have read, initially we started with reading that who accuses us before God. So if the accuser is accusing you, then you have to reject those thoughts. You have to reject those words in Jesus' name. And by the blood of Jesus, we shall overcome. What was impossible that the blood of goats would do, 
Jesus did with his own, not just his blood, but his body. So he died. He died for us. And this is how we read that for by one offering, he has made perfect forever those who are being consecrated. You and I are being consecrated each day to be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. So our perfection can only come by the power of the precious blood of Jesus and it is a non-going process. It is something that the Lord is working in us and through us. And we have to also submit to him so that he can work through us. We have to focus on him. We have to focus on the cross. We have to focus on the fact that Jesus gave this sacrifice. So the blood of Jesus will become active when we apply this blood on ourselves. When we choose to apply the blood of Jesus upon our thoughts, our mind, our bodies, upon every area of our life. When we claim the blood of Jesus, when we pray and and, and ask for his own precious blood to cover us to purify us and to sanctify us then the blood of jesus just like confessing the word of god you hear it you have faith and when you declare it then it takes effect and you believe it so it's the same way we have to call the blood of jesus claim the blood of jesus speak the blood of jesus of our lives of our families our children our jobs our everything our thoughts especially, our words, let them be purified with the precious blood of Jesus over everything that is called by our names. Let it be purified with the precious blood of Jesus over our emotions. Let them be purified with the precious blood of Jesus because if Jesus wants us to be perfect, then that perfection, that holiness cannot come to us if we don't claim the blood of Jesus to do what he died to give us. So we read the book of Hebrews chapter 9 from verse 12. He, Jesus, entered once and for all into the sanctuary, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. So this is how we get eternal redemption, by the fact that Jesus has entered into the sanctuary by his own blood as the high priest. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of a heifer's ashes can sanctify those who are defiled so that their flesh is cleansed, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from dead works to worship the living God. Praise God. So we have read something else that is not just about being cleansed and forgiven, but something else is happening. That we can't worship God. We can't worship God if worship the living God if we are not cleansed or purified by the blood of Jesus. So we need the blood of Jesus to cleanse us, to purify us, you know, so that we are able to worship the living God, to serve the living God. I think we had read that scripture before. And then uh, this is the blood of the covenant which God has enjoined upon you. Read again. The blood of the covenant. The blood of Jesus is the blood of the covenant. So the new covenant relationship, the new life that Jesus is calling us to, we have to live under the cover of his precious blood. We have to wear it. We have to, to, to hide in it. We have to claim it. We have to speak it. It's a covenant. For Christ did not enter into a sanctuary made by hands a copy of the true one, but heaven itself, that he might now appear before God on our behalf. Remember what happened after Jesus uh, did this one sacrifice? 
he was glorified and he sits at the right hand of the father interceding for us so by the power of the blood of jesus by the power of the shedding of the blood on the calvary tree now we have an intercessor a continuous constant divine intercessor who stands before god before us so you know this is a consolation that there is nothing that can happen on this earth that there is no one that can come against us that the blood of jesus cannot protect us from that there is no devil in hell that can torment us interfere with us afflict us that the blood of jesus will not overcome for us that there is no no pain no nothing that can happen that the blood of jesus cannot overcome for us jesus by dying has already given us this victory so let us endeavor to seek the blood of jesus to plead the blood of jesus to plead the mercy of the blood of jesus to cleanse us to purify us to wash us to renew us to revive us when we are weary worn out weak and helpless let us plead the blood of jesus when we feel distressed when we feel stressed let us plead the blood of jesus to purify our minds to purify our thoughts to purify our emotions when you are feeling afraid and anxious you know let us plead the blood of jesus and then verse 26 but now once and for all he has appeared at the at the end of the ages to take away sin by his sacrifice just as it is appointed that human beings die once and after this judgment so also christ offered once to take away the sins of many he will appear a second time not to take away sins but to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him praise the lord so you see already he's leading us somewhere so the lamb of god appears john the baptist has already told us this is the lamb of god to take away the sin of the world and we have seen jesus walking on the road of calvary and we have all these scriptures reminding us that we have victory by the blood of jesus that no matter what battles we are facing what uh, challenges are coming our what afflictions we are experiencing what persecutions we are going through that no matter what happens the blood of jesus is still the victory that we need and the power of our testimony let us not forget that second part the blood of jesus so if jesus gave this sacrifice on calvary cross yes we accept we receive it we apply it we wash ourselves in it but then we have to confess we have to testify to this blood of jesus to these works of jesus testify of the goodness of god and then we are going to have victory and like the bible reminds us here that he offered this sacrifice once to take away sins of many but he will appear the second time not to take away sins so sin has already been taken away you know he has already given us a chance this is the mercy of god a chance to receive his forgiveness and to live in the new covenant relationship so after this mercy as the bible records we um human beings die once and after this the judgment but you see the the mercy comes before judgment so the choice is we accept the mercy of god by accepting the blood of jesus and the judgment is if we refuse or decline to accept the blood of jesus to be what jesus would want it to be for us to purify us to cleanse us to receive the forgiveness so we receive the forgiveness that is the mercy of god and then we choose to live in the new covenant relationship 
and he says that he will take away sin but he will bring salvation to those who eagerly await so the second coming of jesus is for those who eagerly await him those who will eagerly await but those who will be eagerly waiting on him will be the ones who have already washed themselves in the blood of jesus those who have already washed themselves in the blood of jesus and he has promised us victory by his precious blood victory over every area of our life if he took away our original sin our current sin our future sins then we have the opportunity to live under the new covenant relationship of the blood of jesus that is accessible to us each day of our lives each moment of our lives once we call the blood of jesus and we live in this covenant relationship then that puts us in a different kind of position where we eagerly await for his coming because what he has already done through his death on the cross was revealing his mercy to us in preparation for what he was going to come and do the second time when he comes may the lord help us in each and every day of our lives that we may purify ourselves with the blood of Jesus that you may receive this forgiveness that the Lord has died to give us and to accept the salvation of Jesus to reign in us that you may receive the redemption of Jesus to purify our minds our lives our bodies and every area of our life to protect us and to cover us from living any other life other than the new covenant relationship new life that the Lord has established the new order that Jesus has established this is a new covenant relationship may the Lord help us that every day of our lives we may seek to have the blood of Jesus purify cleanse protect and shield renew and revive us more than anything and when we do all this we have been promised that we shall conquer we shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony once we get to experience the faithfulness the goodness the power of God in our lives then the goodness of God cannot be contained we have to share it we have to be that which Jesus would expect us to be we have to allow Jesus to work through us use our hands use our feet and use our hearts to reach to those who are near and close to us so that his love may be manifested so that his peace may be revealed and experienced so that his goodness and the good news of the salvation of the kingdom of God may be established not just in our lives but in the lives of all those who are near and close to us and when you do this together then the whole world will come to know that there is only one savior that there is only one redeemer and once we have all accepted the precious blood of Jesus the salvation that Jesus died to give us on the cross that will be the moment when the new establishment of the kingdom of God the new heaven and the new earth will have been established May the Lord help us. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we bless you, we enthrone you. We glorify your holy name, Lord. Thank you for this covenant relationship that you came to establish by dying on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for every drop of your precious blood that you shed for us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that we know now if there was no shedding of your blood, we would all be lost. But you came to find the lost. You came to find those who are lost and we have all been lost in sin. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to have our to have to be purified and sanctified by your precious blood and we acknowledge and declare that worthy is the lamb who died for us who 
has paid a debt that no one else could pay. Thank you for giving us the grace to have a direct access to the Father, to Abba Father. Thank you for this love that you have shown to us. Help us, Lord, to receive it, to embrace it, to be washed in the blood of Jesus. Help us, Lord, so that you may have the victory that you have promised in these challenging moments of our lives. The victory that you said that we shall overcome by your blood and the power of our testimony. That by the power of your precious blood, once you are purified, cleansed, and washed by your blood, that we may live a life of witnessing your faithfulness and your goodness in our lives. We pray all this, believing and trusting in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.